Again, imagine coming home from a busy day of work or a tiring day of school. Yes, again. But this time, let's make it worse. You were involved in a meeting where you need to give out a presentation, and what happened was someone was making fun of you, and they exchanged your USB. And the PowerPoint slides that came up weren't what you expected. Yes, that is bad. That is miserable. Well, let's say this time your favorite music is not hip hop music. Oh, sorry, it's not rock music. In fact, it is hip hop or rap music. Well, who would want to listen to hip hop or rap music when you're miserable? Therefore, you step into here once again. Welcome to the third episode of Eco Tofletism. As you recall from the previous episode called the Letter Rolly Trashed, well, according to the pun you would already know, it's about waste and garbage. And what I like recall back to the previous episode, I introduced the current situation of waste and garbage in the Clarkwood Sound Biosphere region. I talked about what issues or problems they might be facing with, and I also mentioned how. The increasing tourism would bring an effect or bring an impact towards the waste and garbage in that community. At last, I think by referencing sustainable tourism, one of the articles that was my research, I looked. I talked about a few solutions on how to minimize waste. So that is basically what I said in the previous episode. For this episode, I would have a similar layout. So I will be. Talking about the current situation, talking about how、uh, tourism will bring impacts and what problems they might be facing at the moment and solutions. So these kind of things I will be mentioning it too, except that it's carbon emissions this time. And for carbon emissions, you can see another pun. I'm sorry, but it's another pun. Episode three: Be the change you wish to see. See as in the chemical representation of carbon. Yes, and that was your sense of humor shutting down once again. I'm so sorry, but I think episode topics, or let's say podcast topics, and puns are really connected in my opinion. So I had to use it. My bad. Okay, going to carbon emissions. This time I won't have a such a large episode. Not at least not a twenty-three minute episode like last time、uh, for waste and garbage because I didn't have that much exposure on carbon emissions. So as you know, for waste and garbage, I had a close-up experience in、um, doing the multi-use path cleanup, where I learned a lot about the situation of this region in regards to waste and garbage. But for carbon emissions, I didn't have that. Exposure. I didn't have that close-up experience, and also、um, less interviewees mentioned about carbon emissions. But I also had some information、uh, from the interviews. And lastly, of course, I'll give you guys some facts and some information that I researched online. So I'll be firstly talking about my concept or my understanding towards carbon emissions because it is more. I guess more difficult to analyze, unlike garbage and waste. So on the street, you see garbage and waste. That's a problem, right? But for carbon emissions, you don't see it easily. It's basically in the air, and that's not 
easily visible or easily calculated. So I would like to start off with um, talking about some concepts and what I'm looking into specifically, and then start off with my interviews and, of course, end off with my information from online. Okay, let's rewind back to the 20th century, where the Clarkot Sound Biosphere region is basically fully dependable on um, re- a resource-based society, where it looks into uh, logging industries and fishing industries in gaining revenue. So during that time, there weren't many roads, there weren't many vehicles, the multi-use, the multi-use path didn't exist at all, because why would you need vehicles to go from Tofino and Euclid? There were basically a few residents in Tofino, a few residents in Euclid, and that's it, right? And also, within these towns, you don't need to travel through vehicles, therefore residents don't have their own cars. So, like mainly it was just biking and walking because everything was within walking distance in these small towns. But what happened right now was, okay, one more thing though. Um, during the 20th century, all there was for vehicles was the logging trucks where they had to transport logs as they need to make money, they need to make income as the logging industry was such a big deal by then. Nowadays, it was so different because... Nowadays, every you could see cars going around the multi-use path, and also due to the lack of public transit in both uh, in this re- region, every visitor just brings their own private vehicles here. So, as you see, in the past there were only three to four logging trucks. Now there's a lot, a lot of private cars, private vehicles in the region. So what that creates is vehicle exhaustion. So there would be more pollutants created by vehicles. That is why um, carbon emissions is such a big deal at the at the moment because the increase of vehicles. It's not only a small increase, it's a very drastic one. It increased from only a few vehicles to many, many vehicles. So this is something that we must consider. Also, um, there's a second thing that I kind of I kind of tried to depict from my own even though I didn't have a lot of evidence that being the infrastructure of new hostels so this doesn't only take away land take away like forestry lands which is another cause of uh, another environmental cause and environmental impact but in like construction itself it emits harmful pollutants too so by constructing new hostels and new, let's say, tourist centers, there's more uh, carbon pollutants contributing to carbon emissions. So basically, these two are the main two I would be focusing on. And I will also mention something called carbon burning later, where I, oh, sorry, my bad. I will also mention something called garbage burning, which kind of links between the two uh, specific topics I'm looking at, so waste and garbage and carbon emissions. I would mention that later as I found it from an article. So yeah, basically these are what I depicted from my project. (laughs) 
I would like to apologize in advance that I'm not able to reveal any interview recordings for you this podcast episode. I know it's such unfortunate. However, I guarantee you that for the next episode where I'll be looking into other environmental impacts, there will be several interviews, at least three, I think. So you should tune in to my next episode. Okay, so let's start with interviews. I didn't have any recordings, but then I still had a conversation with the mayor of Euclid, Mr. Mako J. Noel. And we talked on gar- uh, when we talked on carbon emissions, he told me his viewpoint on that. And he also gave me an idea about the relationship or between the relationship between carbon and waste, actually. So let me first start off with his viewpoint on carbon emissions. When I asked him whether he thinks carbon emissions is a problem, uh, especially in means of transportation, he said, well, coming here definitely has a large carbon footprint. And if you're flying here, it's even more. That actually gave me new insights because initially I thought it was only about vehicle exhaustion. However, after he mentioned that it's not only about vehicles, but then it's also about, let's say, ship exhaustion or even if you're flying here. So it's more developed now where Tofino and Euclid can be accessed through planes. You can literally fly to the Clarko Biosphere region. Or you can take a um, take a ship here or take a ferry. Well, that's usually the way. And thirdly, you can drive here. So there are many means now. But then all these means of transport contribute to carbon emissions. And that is a problem. So I realized that not only vehicle exhaustion has an impact, but also, let's say, ferries, planes, and those kind of things. He also gave me a statement. Um, about carbon emissions when we were talking about waste and garbage, actually. So from the last episode, I mentioned that he pointed out a ship containing six containers of garbage. And he asked, well, where do these garbage go? So this is kind of a coincidence for us because we were talking about garbage and it happened to be a ship containing garbage. But he also gave another statement, which is how much more carbon do we need to burn in order to get that to a proper landfill and coming up with local solutions. This is the next challenge for our region. So how much more carbon do we need to burn? This explains to me that Even if it's garbage, it's waste, it also creates carbon emissions. The construction of proper landfills, the burning of garbage, that leads to to the problem of having more and more greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. So basically for garbage burning, I'll tell you more about later in this episode when I talked about that, uh, when I'm going to talk about that article, but then knowing that construction of different things needs, um, will contribute towards carbon emissions. I think this can support my, uh, support my stance on saying that building new hostels, constructing new tourist centers, these kind of things, which benefits the tourism industry, could also create carbon emissions to the environment. So this is another impact that the tourism uh, industry might give, as well as waste and garbage might give. So constructing of landfills, burning of garbage, yeah.
Okay, moving on to my uh, research online, I went on the District of Tofino webpage and I saw the CARIP report, C-A-R-I-P, which is the Climate Action Revenue Incentive Plan. These reports were dated from 2011 to 2017, where it looks into every single environmental aspect and it um, tells you what happened. Okay, so what actions were um, provided this year and what proposed actions the government would like to make in the following year. So these reports are really, really useful for me. I'll talk more about them um, in in my episode six, where it's talking about uh, environmental plans, policies, and regulations. So basically, I would just like to raise up this report, just because from this report, I learned that carbon emissions are actually connected to many aspects of the environment. So for transportation actions, walking, cycling, ride sharing, and public transit can contribute to reductions in greenhouse gas emissions. For water and wastewater actions, managing and reducing water consumption and wastewater is an important aspect of developing a sustainable built environment that reduces greenhouse gases and even solid waste. Reducing, reusing, recycling, recovering and managing disposal of residue, solid waste, blah, 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 support sustainable environmental management, greenhouse gas reductions and improve air and water quality. So you can see that many things actually relate to carbon emissions. And by making sure that all the environmental uh, actions are being continuously uh, introduced and environmental preservation is maintained, it can actually contribute a lot to minimizing carbon emission. My most important sources of research in carbon emissions is the one that I'm going to explain right now. On the Alberni Claquet Regional District webpage, I found out two articles or two web pages. One of them talking about what are the main sources of air pollution, and the second one about garbage burning. So to start off, I would like to go to the first web page where a few or several sources of air pollution were listed out. But I was most interested in vehicle exhaust pollution, as you as you recall that I've been continuously mentioning about vehicle exhaustion. So vehicle exhaust creates a lot of um, harmful gases, and these harmful gases are full of extremely tiny toxic particles. So this doesn't only increases the uh, greenhouse gas amount in the atmosphere, but also gives um, gives us very harmful effects towards our health. So basically, this uh, small part of vehicle exhaust pollution also talked about developments that can be able to reduce vehicle emissions. So this includes newer technologies like the smart car, more efficient internal combustion engines, as well as cleaner fuels. However, the best way is, of course, to reduce vehicle emissions and to reduce the vehicle use as much as possible. Because even though we have smart cars, more efficient internal combustion engines, there's still greenhouse gases emitted. There's still toxic and harmful gases emitted. So the ideal way is definitely to cut off the usage on vehicles, basically. Maybe bike more, walk more, instead of 
driving from place to place. If you are saying from Tofino to Yuklu, that will you be able to take, let's say, public transit? So I'm not sure if the shuttle bus goes through Tofino and Yuklula, but if it does, should we consider taking that shuttle bus instead of driving towards there? Or if it's just a short distance, would you mind walking around town or rent a bicycle to go around town? So these are some things that we can also think about. As for garbage burning, this is really suitable to these two podcast episodes. Episode three and two, where I looked into waste and garbage as well as carbon emissions which i'm doing now but garbage burning it's basically a an advantage for episode two but then a disadvantage for episode three burning garbage reduces the amount of garbage which is good however you can't burn them because it releases very harmful gas which is a large contributor towards greenhouse gases and There are many chemicals created from garbage burning, and every single one of them are poisonous to the environment. But then the greatest concern is dioxin, which is also produced in an obnoxious amount when garbage is burned, especially in plastic garbage, and it does horrible, horrible impacts into our health. So instead of burning garbage, what what can we do to manage waste as well as to make sure that carbon emissions will not be emitted from that. So simple start, doing the three R's. So let's say reduce, reuse, recycle. Should we reduce the amount of packaging we bring into our homes? Should we reuse some things that actually are single use, I guess, but then we can continue on. So let's say plastic spoons or plastic forks. We can wash it, keep it at home and continuing continue to use it in the near future right as well as compo- uh, composting composting is a very great idea composting um kitchen and garden waste in particular so these things are really important to these things might not be big might not be a huge deal but they can all help in minimizing waste as well as carbon emissions Waste because we're not producing that much waste. Carbon emissions is because we don't have, we didn't produce that much waste. Hence, we don't need to consider the, I guess, the option on burning garbage. So basically, this is something I would like to also push up. And that's basically the end of this episode. Be the change you wish to see. Tune in for the next episode where I tell you more and different environmental impacts aside from carbon emissions and waste and garbage. Thank you.